Welcome to Tip of the Spear, powered by U Mortgage. This podcast is all about uncovering the truth behind VA loans for our nation's military service members and for veterans by VA loan experts themselves. I'm your host, Dave Higgins, the Senior Learning Specialist here at U Mortgage and a veteran myself, having served six years with the U.S. Army. Join me every Wednesday and Saturday to learn from mortgage loan originators who specialize in veteran loans about how you can maximize your military benefits and make your dreams of home ownership become a reality. I'm your host, Dave Higgins, here again today with Ariel Best out of Charlotte, North Carolina, who's going to be talking with me a little bit about how student loans can really affect or what effects they might have on getting your VA mortgage loan. So Ariel, how are we doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having me on again. And uh, student loans are surprisingly one of the easiest pieces of it, but they seem to get a lot of confusion surrounding them. So okay. dive right in. So there's three ways that you're going to look at a student loan when it comes to buying a house with a VA loan. First one is we're starting with whether or not they're in good standing. Are they in good standing? Or are they in collections? That is an immediate hard stop. That is the only hard stop on the entire process. That and being on what's called the SAM list, we'll come back to that. But that is the only, only hard stop on a VA loan that will stop you from moving forward with a loan immediately. If student loans are in collections, that is going to show up on what's called the CAVERS report, which is on all government loans. And it says whether or not you owe the federal government money. And the federal government's not going to endorse giving you more money when you haven't paid back the first amount of money, regardless <laughs> of what right. the circumstances are. So they either, if you have 100% total and permanent disability, those are automatically waived. Back in 2019, there was a lawsuit because the Department of Education was not automatically putting the forgiveness for service members who have 100% disability rating or veterans who have 100% disability rating to the servicers of student loans. And they were still winding up in collections, even with service members having that rating. Um, Ooh, okay. that's obvious. Yeah. Not cool education department. So now it is automatic. They have all been required to build out, uh, actually specific VA benefit related departments. So when you get your rating, if you have your rating come in, you hit hundred percent total and permanent and those student loans are now forgiven in entirety. They have a department that will automatically go through the discharge process of those. So if that's happening, they get forgiven. We need paperwork to show that if they're showing a balance on the actual credit report, because leave it to the government, that process for getting it completely resolved is not exactly quick. So they don't forgive them instantaneously. It's about a 60 day process. We can expedite that, but we need to okay. be on top of it if they're in collections. Now, if they're not in collections, and let's just say that they are in good standing on credit, but there is a balance, whether or not you are paying on that balance, that's when we look into, okay, are they going to be discharged because of your rating? If you don't have that rating, how do we look at them from a qualifying you with student loan standpoint? So there is two uh -huh. calculations we can do. The first one is called the threshold payment. The VA is the only loan program that has what's called the threshold payment. And that's where we take the total balance times 5% divided by 12 months. So on a $25,000 student loan balance, we're going to take 25,000 times 5%. Total yearly amount would be 1250 divided by 12. We have to uh, simulate a payment of $104.16 on the student loan, and we will qualify you with that. There is no other paperwork needed in order for that to happen. We are automatically allowed to use that, and we get to use either the threshold payment or the payment that's reported on the credit report, whichever is higher. 
Uh, most student loans don't report a payment unless you have agreed to a graduated payment plan. And most people are not going to agree to pay their student loans back. Side note, I think student loans are also predatory, but there's that. <laughs> so that's not something, I mean, okay. that's the first default calculation we do. When we will default to the second option for how to calculate. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Do you, can, we, can we back up just real quick? Just real quick. Here. Yeah. All right. So first off, I just have to say, I really appreciate that you're willing to break out the calculator. Uh, you're not afraid of, of doing that because a lot of people are just like trying to do it in their head. Like, no, 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 just, just go to that. I appreciate you very much. All right. Oh, so no, that's, that's... <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I appreciate you doing that because most people are like, I'll just sit there and just like, uh, what would I do? Right. It's like to, trying to show how smart they are. Like, you don't have to do that. Just break out a calculator. All right. So I want to back up real quick um, to the whole, if I'm not in good standing. So if I'm not in good standing, is there, you said it's like, takes like 60 days to figure that out, right? You were talking about that. Is there a way that a vet can go about like figuring, like, can they stay on top of that to like get that answer sooner before they even go and apply for a mortgage? Like, is there any sort of advice you give them? So there is a phone number and I, oh gosh, I will have you put the phone number in the comments when you post this video, because there's a phone number. So, and let me actually back up since you brought that back up. If they're in bad standing, if your student loans are in collections and you don't have a hundred percent disability rating and you are not anticipating getting one anytime soon, because that process can also take a while to get a rating, then the next is going to be immediately and as fast as you can calling the number that will be down in the details of this podcast, getting them into a rehabilitation plan because they are in bad standing. They are seen as default federal government money. They have to be on the repayment plan for nine payments of five or $10 a month. It'll be a repayment plan that is five or $10 a month. That is the only two payment options for that plan. And you have to call, you have to fill out the paperwork, submit your rehabilitation paperwork, pick which payment option you're going with. And then the the Department of Education is a little petty. They are going to require you remember when those payments are due and make that payment. You cannot even put it on auto draft. So you will have to make that payment every single month for nine months. After the ninth payment, then they will take them out of collections. They will be completely wiped from derogatory, removed as a derogatory item and put back into good standing. But that, if you don't, again, if they're not going to get discharged, that is the absolute worst case is it could take you up to nine months to rehab that loan. You have other options. If you are, have the ability to obtain like a personal loan, like if you wanted to go to somewhere, get a personal loan to cover the total student loan amount, pay it off out of collections of the student loan and put it into good standing that way, you are allowed to do that. There is a lot of resources. So I will make sure you have the links for this so you can say, hey, these are the resources. These are the options on how you can take care of derogatory student loan debts because that is the only hard stop on moving forward. The handbook technically okay. says you have to have a valid CAVERS report, not a cleared CAVERS report, but there is not a single lender that I know of that will take a defaulted federal loan debt and also give more federal money. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. And then the other thing I wanted to ask about was the the SAM program or something like that. You're going to come back to that one still? So that is the only other hard stop on a VA loan, and it's not necessarily <laughs> related to this. So the SAM is the, the uh, system award management which tells us if somebody is debarred from doing business with the federal government. Oh, okay. So that's essentially the mortgage side watch list that, you know, like TSA has for the no fly list. If you're on the SAM list, which is really difficult to get on. So don't do that. Uh, You have to commit either a financially related felony or a class two violent felony to be put on that list and have served prison time. So don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. All right, that's that's good. That's good. Just gets good to know what the what the acronym stand for. All right, all right. So that was that was the first one, right? You were talking about a, you, you want to go into a second part of this, yeah. right? Okay, go for it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use an example from one of my one of my veterans. I helped close on a house a couple of years ago. She had a, she had like one hundred and seventy thousand dollars in student loan debt to be a social worker. Huh. 
then that program, when you work for the government, is that you have five to 10 years and then they start making the payments on the student loans. Well, that's nifty and gravy and all that they're eventually going to start getting around to paying you back uh, for those student loans they made you take out. But we still have to deal with the balance when you're buying a home. 5% of $170,000 times 5%. I got that calculator. Heck yeah. Yep. That's $8,500 a year. And that monthly liability we now have to hit you for is $708.33. That is a lot yeah. to put into a debt to income calculation. And mm -hmm. for her, it killed her deal. So the second option that the VA allows you to do is to take the entirety of the student loan and defer it out for 12 months. So you're taking the football and you're chucking it down the road. 12 full months from the date of closing and we get to use $0 to qualify you. Well, that's really, that's good and all, but how, what happens to them in a, in a year from now in 12 months? You have to do another deferment or another forbearance or an income-based repayment plan. Like, again, we go back to, does anybody pay their student loans? No. <laughs> so however you're all going right. to avoid having to pay those, do yeah. that in 12 months, no forget. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, just because you punt it doesn't mean it's going anywhere. Like it's still gonna be yeah. there. It's not going, yeah, okay. It's not going off a cliff or anything. Yep, it's very specifically, it has to be as a deferral, not as a forbearance, not as an income-based, okay. not as a graduated extended. It has to be deferred. And we have to have proof that it will be deferred through the month of the date we're closing. So if we're closing in, in you know June of 2022, those need to be deferred through June 30, 2023. I got you. I got you. All right. So that those those are two ways. I think you mentioned a third one. So the third one you wanted to talk about or no? So it's a total I'm of three sorry. statuses. They either, yes, if they're, status, yes. they're standing there. So it's either they're in collections, they are in good standing, we're using threshold payment, or they're in good standing and we're kicking the can down the road using the, defer, the deferment to not count a payment. I got you now. All right. All right. So those, those are the three. All right. So there's a lot that goes into the student loan side of things, clearly. And there's a lot that goes into the VA side of things, clearly. So again, for all our listeners and all our watchers out there, make sure you're talking to some folks. Make sure you're talking to people that know what they're talking about. Uh, and the well, last thing I want to... Oh, go ahead. I'm going to jump in real quick on that. So please, going down, this, this has happened and I want to make sure that everybody is aware of this. If you think that the deferral method is going to be the method that you will need to use before you change your student loan payment plan structure, before you go in and you submit your request to have it deferred, talk to a loan officer first because most... Most student loan servicers right now are being really petty about using that, shocker. So they are not letting you defer for more than 12 months and you have to exit the plan and then redo the plan, which can take up to two weeks to reinstate a plan. So if you defer it and then you're shopping for a house or let's say you defer it, you know, June of 2023, but then you don't wind up going under contract and closing until the following month in July, we have to get a brand new plan. They got to kill the old plan. They got to put a new one in place Rough. and they get real nasty about that and they can make it take anywhere from seven days to 14 business days, which is technically three weeks. So before you're going to do that, confirm with your loan officer, hey, I can get the deferment. Tell me when to get it done because the deferment paperwork going in the first time only takes about 24 to 48 business hours. All right. All right. Good, good to walk through. Thanks for that clarification. Is there anything else that you can think of that uh, any other thoughts to add to this? For student loans, no, they're pretty black and white and they're, they sound complicated, but it's pretty simple. It's either if they're in bad standing, fix it. Uh, if we don't need to do anything with them, leave them alone. If we do need to do it, do anything to them, don't do it till I tell you. <laughs> Great advice. Great advice. All right. Well, cool. Well, Ariel, as always, really appreciate you joining us here. Um, if we've got listeners or watchers out there that would like to reach out and ask more questions, what's the best way to get a hold of you? via email at valonelady at umortgage.com or find me on social media. I'm that one damn ginger on social media. 
Perfect. All right. Well, Aria, thanks. Thanks so much for joining me on uh, Tip of the Spear. I'm looking forward to having you back on another episode here real soon. Sure. Thanks.